This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Take me to the king. Hello, podcast listeners. My name is Kelly Richardson Lawson. I'm a mother, a wife, and an entrepreneur. I started the Sunrise Project after our beautiful teenage son attempted to take his own life. Truth is, I'm tired. My husband and I felt despair, isolation, and immeasurable pain. I knew in my heart we needed a place for Black parents to share their struggles, find mutual support, and help our beloved children who struggle with mental wellness, addiction, or both. Each weekly podcast features an expert who shares their knowledge and takes questions from parents and children. Take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. The Sunrise Project allows Black families, like ours, to find comfort in knowing that we are not alone. While the purpose of the Sunrise Project is to share, support, and uplift, this conversation is not a substitute for medical advice. Finding the right healthcare professional for your family's specific needs is crucial. If you do not feel seen or heard, you should speak to more than one professional to find the right fit. Let me just say this. Let's first start by saying welcome to everybody to our weekly call. And this morning, like every morning, we're here to have a safe uh, it's a safe space for compassion and love and a desire to heal ourselves first and importantly, our our families and our children. And so I start with our prayer that I always start with. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I am so happy and delighted and grateful to have Jennifer Lewis with us here this morning. Um, she is known as the Black, the mother of Black Hollywood, and she is self-described as a barefoot little girl from Kenlock, Missouri, who is the youngest of seven children. Um, she, we all know and love her. She's had 500 or, or more appearances in all kinds of movies and television shows and she's currently our favorite character on blackish as ruby uh, with a spinoff coming called oldish and she is just an incredible 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 actor singer um comedian activist author you oh name my it God. Uh, but most importantly i just want to say this she is beautiful and powerful and resilient and willing to be here to share her journey with us because she, like all of us, has worked through some mental wellness challenges and some addiction issues, and she is willing to share her story. And one of the things she says in her book is we are seek sick as our secret. She says we are sick as our secret. She also says even when we are a mess, 
we can still be helpful to another person. And so with that spirit, she said yes. And so I am so grateful for you to be here. Um, this is a space where we, like you, with your sister circle, have a space to exhale, exhale, and we have a space to support one another. So I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm going to turn it over to our callers and to you just to- I don't know how I didn't interrupt that introduction. Because <laughs> I was long-winded. I'm sorry. I know. I am. Uh... It's so funny. It's so weird to sit and listen to someone talk about you, you know, and, and give you your career. And I mean, when we're standing on stage about to come on and somebody's introducing us like this, we're in the wings going, I did that. I did. Really? Now I've got to go out here and prove that I did that. Yeah. It's, um, it is my pleasure to be here, everyone. We're all parents and we're all just working yeah. through it, working through challenges, yeah. whether it's our own demons or our children's or a combination. And well, we're I'm going to let you out. guys ask me questions. Please. I don't know how many of you have read The Mother Black Hollywood, where I uh, have basically written down my journey. I mean, put it on paper, which once again, mm -hmm. I talk about journaling. Journaling is, is one of the greatest tools we have. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about sitting on the uh, computer. I'm talking about pen and paper, mm -hmm. pen to paper, and really uh, express your feelings. I don't know how many of you read that, but I journaled every day of my life since the seventh grade, I think in a little before. But it, what I learned was how powerful the tool of journaling is. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you find out years later when you're diagnosed with bipolar disorder that that journaling is what saved your life. And you didn't even know. Mm -hmm. So let's take some questions. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. <laughs> Good morning, Jennifer. It is such an honor to be in this virtual space with you and all of these other amazing sisters. Thank you so much for sharing your gift. My question to you is this. I had the opportunity of meeting a young man um, he is actually the son of a very good friend of mine and we were I was going to ask him to help me for um, on a project. And before he did that, he sent me a list of questions that he wanted me to ask, which I thought were just gonna be my name, where do I work, like basic questions. But there was one question that he asked me that I wanted to have the pleasure of asking you. And that question is this, what question is your life intended to answer? And I've always been so fascinated just by your many layers and knowing your story. Hold on, that's so good because as soon as you ask it, I knew the answer, and that's what I'm so happy about. Just say the, say the question for me. The question is, what question is your life intended to answer? Are you happy? Did you give back? 
did you help somebody? But more because I found out it is who you are, not what you are. See, that's what I had to find out. Because it was a who. I wanted to be something. And I thought if I could be that, then my mother would love me. If I could just do that, then I'll be happy. Well, there is a chapter in my second book, ladies. It's called Happy on Your Way to Happy. Don't think you're going to get something or get somewhere and then you'll be happy. I want y'all to know I have no answers to any of these questions. But I know who I am because I worked on me. I say in my second book, you've got one job. Oh, self-care. Self-care. What is the question? I want to hear that worded again. What question is your life intended to answer? Did you enjoy it, Jennifer? Did you enjoy it? Did you take the ride? Did you do, did you do everything? Did you do everything you could? Did you have fun? Did you create something? Did you leave something? Did you, did you love someone? I'm not talking about some old that stuff we call a relationship, I'm talking about some love. I honor people who find it. Yeah. I honor people for whatever they're doing, honey. Don't go in for that fairy tale crap. All I want to say is thank you. Mm. You want the truth? That's what I would say. Thank you. Okay. Next question. Do you want to ask your question? Sure. Um, Jennifer, thank you. I, as parents trying to support um, our children, what, what do you wish or how do you um, envision or wish that your parents would have supported you growing up? I wish my mother had more time for me, of course. I wish, I wish my father had been there. I wish my mother had been loved so she could have loved me. Mm -hmm. But you know what, y'all? Life ain't about a whole bunch of wishes. Mm -hmm. mm. Life to me is accepting what it deals out and working through it the best I can. Mm -hmm. That's all we can do, honey. You gotta work through. The operative word is through. You fall down, you can jump up if you want, but you might wanna take your time and think about how you got down there. Mm -hmm. You gotta put thought to those tears. Mm -hmm. What am I gonna do about it? What am I gonna do about it? The answer to every question is one word. It's love. Did you lead with it? Did you lead with love going in the room? Mm. Y'all know I don't sugarcoat. I'm a gangster. Mm -hmm. You understand I come from the street. You hear me talking to you? Mm -hmm. Life is hard. Somebody said it was a rose garden. There's thorns in that rose garden. And you have to work through. The operative word is through. And I know I don't have to tell y'all the valley of the shadow of death. If you want to get up 
to that mountain, which I climb all the time. You read the book. I hiked every day of my life looking for God, looking for answers. Don't be looking for a whole bunch of answers. Sit down and breathe mm -hmm. and listen to yourself. You want to hear the voice of God? Shut up and listen. You want to see the face of God? Look in the mirror. I dare you to, to, to stand there and, and say, I love myself and stand there until you mean it. I went to therapy, y'all. I went and stayed in. I stayed there for 17 years, twice a week. <sighs> Come on. You got to work for it. If you weren't loved as a child, you better do everything you can do now to get it. And I ain't talking about no man, y'all. You do what you want in that situation. I'm talking about you. You get out there and have fun. You get out there and create. You get out there and sing your song. That question hit me. So I was, you know, I, I'm so happy when people ask me questions, because guess what? I got the answer. Next question. Thank you. But, but uh, uh, preface that, my answer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's your life you live in. Yeah. You take what you want from this conversation. I worked, all you need to know, I worked my booty off to get to be this woman that I am. And guess what? I love myself. Mm -hmm. I do. I worked really hard. I like, I like trusting me. Mm -hmm. I trust myself walking into the room. Mm. This is my opinion. But if you walk in there loving everybody that's in there, you, 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 you the chances are slim that you're gonna hurt somebody or offend somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, if you say good morning to them walking in, then they won't be so offended if you say something in the meeting that hurt, that they believe hurt. Do you understand? It's a chain of reaction. Right. Go ahead, next question, because I'm gonna be talking about the book. Y'all, I'm gonna tell you right now, be sure you read the second book, because see, that first book, I was a little scared. Huh. It didn't seem like Hollywood. you were scared. It did not yeah. seem like you, you know, were scared. <laughs> I gave up all my secrets. I'm not a sage, I'm not a preacher, I'm not a psychologist. You know, my love is tough. I don't tiptoe through the tulips for nobody. Mm. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna call it just like I see it. Next question. Good morning, everybody. Jennifer. I am just in awe. I'm just like, oh my God, this is the best moment of my life. I love you so, so, so much. Like everybody on this call, I'm just, I can't believe I'm talking to you and seeing your beautiful face this morning. How did you hold the faith? I, what strategies, what, what do you think of the top three things that helped you just hold on and just be still and wait? The top three things that Mm -hmm. that made me hold on. Is that what you're asking? Yes. How did you? I have a few things that keep me going. Three things. Now I could give you some of my sayings, lead with love. Y'all write these three things down. I'm gonna give you these cause they work for me. But then I'm gonna give you the real stuff. Number one is love yourself so that love will not be a stranger when it comes. <laughs> Number two, it's when your heart is tipped. 
that you mustn't quit. And number three is do your best and leave the rest. I have to walk myself through it. It's step by step. Mm -hmm. And when I say step by step, I'm talking step by step. You hear me? I'm talking about at 64, watching where I step. Step back, where am I going? More importantly, what am I thinking about while I'm going there? Are you happy on your way to happy? Can you pull something out of you to keep you standing up? You have to. I'm gonna lie to you. I talk myself through it every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you for that. Good morning, Jennifer. So I'm, I, I love you. My question is, if we assume that we're all spiritual beings, Leave, living a human experience before you were born and you're in heaven and you're an angel, why would you have selected all of the experiences you've had in your lifetime to live? Because I'm happy now. Mm -hmm. See, everything I did brought me to this and look where I am. I found you, didn't I? Mm -hmm. You have to understand, ladies, nothing is wasted. <clears throat> Everything we do is part of a great symphony, the symphony of mankind. You are part of a symphony. What is it, a mistake? It's a mistake you're here with me. This is, this makes me happy. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. This will help me today be happier than I would have been because I feel like I gave something back. Mm -hmm. Y'all, I'm in the mix of that. What I'm talking about ain't nothing, ain't none of it new. Just be nice. Mm -hmm. You got time, Jenny, <clears throat> to talk to some parents who's uh, some of the children are mentally ill. You've been through it. You're 64. You're you've managed your bi your uh, bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. Then share that knowledge. Pay attention. Just pay attention. What's coming? What can you do? Okay, here it is. I write down at night what I'm going to do the next day. And if I get, I get, I usually get most of it done. Just because you get up, brush your teeth, take a shower, whatever you do, get in your nice washed car, put on your fabulous clothes, go to your fabulous job, then come home, go to a party or an event, uh, show everybody how much weight you've lost, how expensive your gift is, how fabulous you are. Something might interrupt all that. See, that's what you got to be prepared for. Things may not go the way you think they're going to go in that day. Somebody might swerve. Somebody might pass away. Somebody might do this. Somebody may tell a lie. Somebody might betray you. Somebody might scam. What are you prepared to do? when life comes? That's the question. Mm -hmm. How are you going to handle it? You're going to cuss your sister out when she called and tell you the mama, mama died. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with your life? How we got to be nice to each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have to have compassion for one another. I'm not talking about letting somebody walk over you and take advantage of you. Get those people out of your life. Let them go and see what it feels like. I know sometimes it's your children. I'm telling y'all right now, 
You want to bond with me? You want to talk to me this morning? My daughter doesn't speak to me. We have uh, just one more present in question and a bunch of people want to ask questions. So I'm going to get to this. This one is probably the same answer, but I'm going to read this. It says, as a parent of a son with bipolar, how do I know when to push or drag him out of bed and when to let him regulate it? My son is almost 18 and headed to college. I'm in my own panic trap trying to figure this out. I can relate to that. I have an 18 year old who's this close to graduating and he probably won't just because he just won't get out of bed. So I want to drag him out every day, but what, what do you do? Guys, listen, listen, listen. Listen to me, listen. You talk to your children. They're not gonna listen and you know it. Let them go. Let them go see what that feels like and they'll be back or they won't. Don't throw your life away trying to save somebody else's. Don't do that. Don't do it. Absolutely. Don't do it. That's all I have to say. Mm -hmm. You reach out, out if it's, even if it's your child. Mm -hmm. now, what you gonna do? Jump up in there? You know that 18 years old, they gonna be acting a damn fool. And he gonna be acting a fool probably till he's 30, three. Mm -hmm. So what you gonna do? Throw your whole life away trying to save him? I'm sorry. You right. can't. Right. You right. cannot save them. So let it go. Right. And do what you have to do. You know what you have to do. Mm -hmm. They have to leave the nest. They don't want to, oh, well, what if he gets killed? Oh, what if he did? Well, what are you going to do? Catch the bullet? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, but I don't play. It's you or them. That's what, kind of what it comes down to. Right. Okay. Everybody's uh -huh. responsible for themselves. I'm sorry. Next question. Thank you for that. So my question speaks to journaling because many of us have young men who are on this mental health spectrum journey. And I know I believe in journaling myself, but you mentioned old school pen and paper and, you know, they're so new school doing everything on their computers, et cetera. Do you have any advice on how um, mothers and parents can instill the benefit and value of journaling in these new school uh, young adults? That's deep. That's a real question too. How do you get someone? Darling, you can't. You just can't. You can't force them to journal. Look, journal in front of them and don't say a word. Mm. After a big blow up or something, go to your room and journal. Let him see that. But children will listen. They're gonna do pretty much what they see you do. Mm. But what you do now, says who you are now. What are you going to do about it? You mm -hmm. got to learn, choose your battles. Come on. Mm -hmm. The battle's inside. Sit down under a tree and, and breathe. Save yourself. You cannot save your children. No human being can save another. Mm. You've got to save yourself. Even if somebody pulls you out of a raging river, once you get to shore, you're going to have to handle yourself and ask yourself how you got in that situation. Who's next? Go for it. Hi. Hi. Thank you, Kelly. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, sweetie. So um, first I wanted to say I love your energy. I absolutely, <laughs> you know, and I actually, I love the tell it like it is approach because I'm the same way. And I have to tell people I love God, but I curse a lot. 
And so, you know, you can you can do both. It that's is highly not, possible. being a black woman, girl. I'm saying that's it's black, necessary. that's been a black woman. Hey, Go it on. comes with the territory. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. So this is, um, this is kind of a personality question based on what I just said. At what point were you able to use actual discernment and weed out people on your road to happy? Because that's something that you have to do. The people that started the journey with you won't stay on the journey with you. And some things are obvious, but I think the chat, the most challenging parts of that is when it's people that you thought would always be on that journey with you. So, you know, aside from a situation where, you know, you're just angry and you walk away, at what point did you make a conscious decision of saying, you know, I still love or like this person, but they no longer serve where I'm going? You just said it. I had my last fiance was up in here, gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful. He was a high ranking new. Uh, Marine, he was a war strategist. He wasn't a foot soldier. He was a war strategist, world travel, educated. He was so pretty, it was stupid, tall, dark, handsome black man. But guess what? After I moved him in with me, he wasn't mean, but guess what he was? Negative. Uh, uh -huh. Every, I would say, oh, that's a beautiful tree. And he'd say, you say that about every tree. Listen to me, ladies. The working title of my second book is Walking in My Joy. That's the title that's guiding me through the second book. Walking in My Joy. How do I navigate life using the tools that I learned in therapy? How do I navigate a racist German woman on a French ship in at Antarctica. <laughs> Not a sentence you hear every day, but how do I navigate that? A, a, a German woman picking up her purse because she thought I was gonna steal it on a French ship, luxury ship in the frigid waters of Antarctica. What do you do with that? You, I'm telling you my book. You handle it. You've got to navigate. You got. You need tools to get through life. You can't just be popping off. First of all, that's a little dangerous to pop off now, ain't it? Because they're key. You've got to manage your life and walk the walk. I walk the walk. Mm -hmm. I have a poem in my second book, ladies. Mm. Mm. It's as powerful as that other question was from the poet. I've written a poem that's titled, What If I Knew I Had Five Minutes Left? Mm. Come on, ladies. Mm. Come on. Then do that. 
what would you do? What would you say? Y'all hear me talking? Yeah, absolutely. Would anything be spoken through gritted teeth? Mm. Are you still mad? All the people that come for you in one way or the other, whether they're jealous, whether they're whatever it is, whatever kind of chaos or confrontation has happened. Think, when you're on your deathbed, do you think that person is going to come running in that room <laughs> and say these words to you? Oh, let me die for you. No, mm. they're not. And if they are not going to die for you, why are you living for them? Mm. Mm. Don't write it down, honey, because that one really got me through. Because mm. I was trying to take care of everybody when I was making money, you know? Mm-hmm. Back in the Fresh Prince days and the, you know, people think you're First National Bank because you're on TV. You know the, you know the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I tell them now after I've grown up? I say, okay, baby, I hear you need money. Now, what I need you to do is have your therapist call me and tell me you have exhausted all of your other options. That's great. They hang right up. The phone hangs up. Because see, if I can go to therapy, so can you. You go and take care of yourself so you don't keep your money mm-hmm. and have to ask me for something. I love that. Ooh, that's now, y'all know, y'all know I am generous, you know, but I ain't no damn fool. That con artist was the last one that got something from me. And honey, I learned a lot. And I'm going to tell y'all something. I could not have written. That con artist coming into my life was, in fact, the worst thing that ever happened to me. Yes, it is. But, oh, that just shot through. Mm. Oh, God, I was on another. I was on a, mm, I forgot. I forgot what I was saying. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm working on my focus now in therapy. I start to talk like this and then I it just goes right on away. Thanks. So I'm working on my th- uh, on my uh, concentration and focus now. Anyway, I hope I asked the question. I don't know what I said. You did. You did really beautifully. Okay, and there's question. a young man who he's standing with his mother, Sharon. Sharon is one of our um, frequent guests and experts. He has a question. Go ahead, sweetie. Um, what the question is like? I was basically reading a book about uh, a woman who went through depression, and she talks about before she was diagnosed with depression, she was like having this throwing up problem. Um, I was bipolar, and like for me, I had a lot, a lot of trouble uh, going through school and also like communicating with people and stuff. I was wondering for you, like what experiences were the ones that like that allowed you to start thinking of yourself as like sick? Like what were the symptoms that were coming up for you that oh baby you start you you start messing up out there that's what happens you start speeding in a car you start fighting with everybody you love the rage with that bipolar i mean it's 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 uh it's blatant now the symptoms you the mind is speeding or the mind is you're very uh, the rage is out of control your behavior is addictive because that mania, the high 
uh, the mania is, oh God, it, it is it's dangerous. It is a chemical imbalance in the brain, sweetie. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's, there's no, there should be no stigma attached around this thing. It's like lupus or cancer or any other disease. And that's another thing. I want everybody to stop making those little bipolar jokes going, oh, that's so bipolar. Stop laughing about mental illness because there's nothing funny about it. Let's get clear with that, okay? Absolutely. Uh, young man, the warning signals are there. You know, everybody knows if something's wrong. We all know what's going on all the time. We just don't want to wake up to it. It's too hard. It's too hard to carry it. But I'm here to tell y'all, it can be hard, okay? But it can't be too hard. You live your life. Enjoy your life. Go do something that makes you happy. Young man, you know the warning signals. You sleep all the time. The room is dark. You wake up crying. I'm since I've actually suffered with bipolar disorder, but every day for me is a struggle. Not, I don't, you know, but I have to watch myself. I have to say, Jenny, what are you doing? But take this in and then I'll take the next question. Take this in, I'm getting ready to tell you something. Other people's happiness ain't none of your business. Mm. Think about it. How the hell are you gonna make somebody happy? <laughs> Get out of here with that. <laughs> if you land next to a man or a woman at night, child, goat, chicken, or whatever it is, whatever is inside of you, it doesn't matter if somebody's there. And somebody asked me a question about the people who were there. Girl, ain't nobody going to be loyal to you standing nowhere. You know who's loyal. Leave them silly people alone. You know better than that. You know if somebody's heart is right when, you, when they come around the corner. Stop acting like you don't know. That's Stop funny. inviting drama into your life. I used to need drama in order to... Because there was so much drama in my house as a child, so much rage, so much mess. When you get out in the world, you think you have to continue having that kind of thing in your life in order for life to be real. That was my thing. My therapist used to ask me, she said, Jennifer, why do you think you have to create drama? Well, I had to create it or life wasn't real. I needed life to be what I needed it to be. Now you can go, you can be a follower. Mm. You don't even have to be a leader. But mm. what are we in fact? We are humans being. So be, mm. be you. You see me, I ain't hiding nothing over here. So great, wow. I ain't hiding nothing over here. Yeah, I did it. Oh, do you know how freeing that is for me? To say, I did it. I'm sorry. And you know why I sleep soundly at night? Mm, mm. Because when I say I'm sorry, I mean it. 
Mm. Mm. You understand you got to mean that. You can be peace at peace if you tell the truth all the time. Just tell the truth. Mm. It's going to hurt somebody. It's going to hurt you too. But tell it anyway. Sit down. I dare you. Tell somebody today something you ain't never told nobody. And watch how you feel tomorrow. You'll be walking with a little more pep in your step because you got it off of you. Mm -hmm. You don't have that weight today because you did something different. You see, mm -hmm. it was different. It was something different. Besides your that 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 thing that just keeps going around, that addiction. That she can give me another cigarette. Give me another a joint. Give me another drink. Give me another pill. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me some more sex. Give me, give me, give me. Mm -hmm. Sit down somewhere mm -hmm. and don't give me. How about you sit down somewhere and just be? Just be. Just, just be, y'all. It's there. Don't be scared of you. Ooh. Don't be scared. Somebody, somebody text me that. Don't be scared of you. So powerful. Y'all, next question. I want to know how did you get into therapy at the beginning? Because I remember one part of your book was that sailboat, the sailboat group and the different the boat, types of yeah. boats. Yeah. Did, who got you into and you had a therapist that was terrible that never called you back? I was entertaining at a party and I was so out of control. My mania was so out of control that, and it uh, little did, unbeknownst to me, the people at the party were mostly psychologists and psychiatrists and social workers. I didn't really know who they were. I was young and didn't care, <laughs> you know, as long as I was being seen and entertaining and everybody was paying attention to me and laughing. Well, they, one of the women were like, damn, this, this girl is in a lot of pain. She came up to me after the party, after I had been completely out of control. And of course, she recognized that something was wrong, that I was possibly mental, mentally ill. Because I was all up on table. Girl, ooh, y'all don't know. I'd be all up on top of somebody's head doing an Irish jig. Girl, I was so crazy when I when I wasn't managed. I y'all, I was a mess. So anyway, she came up to me at, after the party and she said, um, "Honey, honey, are you all right? You can read the Mother Black Hollywood. Exactly what happened is in there. But yeah, she mm -hmm. saw the pain. She saw the pain, the rage, mm -hmm. the need for attention, the omnipotence." The grandiosity. Okay, thank you. Next question. Here's a question from another participant. She says, I really admire your courage. How do you get to a place where you are willing to be so transparent, so vulnerable, and so bold, and show your whole self to the world? I do it because it really is. I mean, listen, guys, I was, if God went around and sprinkled, dust on some of us, I got a little bit, he must have dropped a little more on me. That doesn't make me special. It's only special if I acknowledge it, if I honor it. Now, I'm sorry, boo, but I got some stuff. 
and I was able to honor it. I look, guys, my my therapist, my therapist called it soldiers. Around the third session, 17 years ago, I remember her saying, you have very powerful soldiers. That's that thing in the soul that wakes up. That thing that says yes. I'm talking about it in the book. That's why I'm so readily available to you guys with these answers that I have inside of me. I'll take two more questions. Come on. Thank you so much for this morning. I needed it. Um, Quick question. You've alluded to chemical imbalance as the root cause for, um, you know, mental illness and, and some conditions. You know, I would think since we know and science knows and the industry knows that the, the, these issues are caused by a chemical imbalance in the brain, that there should be, we should be much further ahead in our therapies and our, um, how we address a chemical imbalance basically in the brain. Are you aware of any uh, advances that maybe, you know, we don't know about um, any therapies, any, I got you. Listen to me. Listen to me. Everybody's body is different. The most difficult part of all of this, of managing bipolar disorder, and I can only speak to bipolar disorder, everybody has to be patient. That's the hardest part of this journey of healing. You have to be patient for your milligrams. You have to be for your dosage that matches your body. They're going to be make possibly when you're first medicated, if you choose that route, I don't push medication. I take it. I don't push anything. I, I'm just, I've experienced it. And I give people my experience, but the hardest part for me was being patient enough for the levels that I needed. When I started taking medication, I got dry mouth. Girl, I didn't know what that was. I was like, what in the world? So I went to the dentist and he asked me, he said, did you just start a new medication? I said, yeah. He said, this is what that is. So you're going to have to go back and lower the milligrams. So you won't have dry mouth. It was a horrible feeling. I was like, what? You know, my gums were dry. So they lowered the milligrams and then that went away. Okay, the second side effect for me was uh, my sexual uh, desire went away. I said, what the girl, what am I taking my sex away? Ooh. But anyway, listen, you've got to be patient. And darling, let me tell you something. I'm grateful for how far they have come. I, I am. We've come a long way from straight jackets and shock treatment. Mm -hmm. Here I am, 64 years old. I'm so grateful that I can take two pills that will level me off. You know, I can still burst into a rage sometimes, not certainly not as often as I used to. But if I feel attacked or betrayed Mm -hmm. or, yeah, I'll go the off. Mm -hmm. I'll be all apologetic. And you know what happens, guys, when you do that, You're doing it to yourself, not the other person. 
You're going to feel so bad. Don't think you're hurting somebody. You're not. You're hurting yourself. Stop that. Stop mm -hmm. yourself. Stop yourself. We're going to have to be grateful for what they got. And then one day it won't be what they got. Absolutely. So you just hold on and, and be patient for your levels. We're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I didn't say this was easy, but there is a way. There is a way to feel better, to be better. You have to want it, honey. That desire has got to be fierce because mm -hmm. it's too it's too easy to stop taking the medication. It's too easy to say, oh, I'm fine now and flush him down the toilet. No, you're not fine now. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Okay, one more question. One more. Does anyone have the last question? I have a comment. Okay, please. Hi, Jennifer. I just wanted to say I was at your book launch here in D.C. down at um, the Ritz-Carlton yeah. And in, and at that time, you were talking about the gentleman who was kind of, you really couldn't talk about it. So um, enjoyed your book. Glad to hear the outcome of that. Um, and one other thing, you were just talking about it, your focus. You said you were in um, therapy for focus. Can I just share with you, I'm 61. My mother passed two years ago of a blastoma glioma, and she was diagnosed and gone in two weeks. So um, probably about four or five months ago, I started, I, I always noticed I was having focusing issues and balance issues. So I went to a neurologist because I'm thinking I had the same thing as my mother. So I went and she sent me in for an MRI. And then she, and then she also sent me to have my B12 and my D taken. And I thought that was kind of strange. And it came back my, um, which first of all, she said a blastoma glioma is not um, hereditary. So I was glad to hear that. It wasn't that. And it was my B12 was severely deficient. And she told me that it can be dangerous. And yes, it, it um, messes with your focus and your balance. So I'm on that and vitamin D. So I say that to you, don't know if you've had it done, go have your blood taken and check your vitamin B and your D because that might help you with your focus. Thank you for will. a wonderful morning. Thank you for a wonderful morning. Thank you. But I will do that. Mm -hmm. I have not done that. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think like myself, you know, the world revolves around you. Nothing could possibly be wrong with me. Why should I go? Girl, <laughs> girl I used to be a hot mess. <laughs> I did. I was such a hot mess. I don't even know how I still have friends from the past. I really don't. <laughs> They all ran from me. When they would go in the programs, when I do a show, they'd say things like, I've known Jennifer Lewis for 20 years and I've lived to tell the story. <laughs> but uh, let me just uh, say this before I go, guys. Find your voice and tell the truth. It really comes down to telling the truth. <laughs> mm. Truth can hurt. Truth is hard. Tell it anyway. Mm. You think you're going to kill your parents if you tell them that somebody touched you. It won't kill them. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk to your mother about how she slapped you one too many, tell her. Tell her before she goes. You understand what I'm saying? And freeze them in their growth. 
and they have arrested developments because something so horrible happened to them. They couldn't even grow. And now they're 60 and they're still 12 because they got hit so hard or, or an uncle came into the bedroom unannounced. Do you understand? At 3.30 a.m., your uncle sneaked in, tell somebody, don't carry it. If you have an addiction, fight. Fight your ass off. And I mean fight your ass off. Go look in the mirror and smile the next time you want to pop something in your mouth or pop it in your arm. You understand? Take care of yourself. Put love around you. Surround yourself with it. Surround your car with it. The bus, the train, the plane, whatever you're on. Surround it with love and go about your business. Mm. Maybe if you spend time putting a little light around the plane, when you get on there, you won't fight with who you're sitting next to. Mm. Oh, come on, y'all. You got to lead with it. I'm not perfect. I speak about this in my book. Sometimes I don't make it, y'all. Sometimes I do something that um, I shouldn't have done and I said something I shouldn't have said. Mm -hmm. Well, be forgiving. Mm. It's hard, these things are hard, but you gotta fight. Mm -hmm. And remember the old adage, <laughs> and this is real true, take it from me. If you don't live your life, somebody else will live it for you. Mm -hmm. Do what you wanna do. Thank you so much. You have uh, just, oh gosh, just blessed me. And I think everybody on this phone um, based on the comments and I am going to take everything you said to heart today. I, I think all of us will. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank I you. I always say, take what you will. Whatever jumped out at you, go and be well. Thank you, thank you, thank you be so well. much. Be well. Oh That's gosh. Yes. Thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Really appreciate you, love you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love you all. Have a beautiful day. Wow. I don't even know what to say. I'm so overwhelmed. Um, but thank you all for staying. I think it was so amazing and so worth it. And um, I've learned a lot. I'm going to practice today everything she said. And uh, Kelly Chapman, if you could just close us out with a prayer, please, today. Okay. Okay. I'd just like to start with a scripture first, and that is Philippians 4, 12. I know both how to have a little, and I know how to have a lot. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content, whether well-fed or hungry, whether in abundance or in need. Father God, we give you praise. You are the rock. Your work is perfect. All your ways are just. You are a God of faithfulness and without injustice. Righteous and upright are you, Lord. We thank you for Jennifer Lewis, Lord. She's like a precious gem. In fact, worth more than rubies. We thank you for the opportunity to hear from her today, for her transparency and authenticity, for her heart for others. She embodies, if I can help somebody as I pass along, then my living shall not be in vain. And also, early in the morning, her song shall rise to thee. 
We humbly ask God that you continue to prosper Jennifer and keep her in good health, even as her soul prospers. May she have fun and be delighted along every step of the way. And finally, Lord, we thank you for this joyful conversation. We ask that your joy, Lord, will be our strength. We thank you for the journey. We know for sure that like Jennifer, we will be able to encourage and comfort others with the same comfort and encouragement we received in our time of trouble. We look forward to sharing our testimony where we can say to someone else, blessed are you who weep now for you will laugh. We thank you for the laughter in due season in your son's name, amen. Ooh, thank you, Kelly, um, amen. And uh, I'm just uh, grateful for all of you being here. Thank you for that prayer, for a wonderful morning. Have a beautiful week, everybody. Thank you. I'm Kelly Richardson Lawson, and you've been listening to the Sunrise Project podcast. You can follow Sunrise wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't yet, open your podcast app and follow this show. Join us next week for another gathering of support. Thank you for listening. If you or someone you know is struggling with mental wellness challenges, contact your doctor, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, or both. You can reach NAMI's helpline at 800-950-6264, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, or email at info at Volunteers are working to answer questions, offer support, and provide practical next steps. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.